Jigwitha Khara Konasatatu shot e iver this a kahar joke. Don Bod Khaila O Bite Size Irish. This is one one four of the Bite Size Irish podcast. I hope you're keeping well. And I have to say, um a bit ironically for this episode, I had some recording problems and I was getting a bit frustrated at the microphone and it wasn't working for me. But uh, these words are as much a reminder for myself than anything. So I'm going to talk briefly about finding the beauty in the Irish language in your journey through Gaeilge, which can be a lifelong journey if you want to make Gaeilge part of your everyday. Gaeilge gachla, as we say at Bite Size Irish. So let's get into it. A recurring theme at Bite Size Irish has been because we get to speak with so many learners of the Irish language for the past decade now, since 2010, can you believe it? It's a long, long time. And when you deal with so many people, you get to see patterns. You see patterns of what um, works for people. You see patterns of maybe self-defeating patterns that are not working for the person who wants to dive into the Irish language. And one of the things, I guess, uh, an overarching pattern is the difficulty of learning a language. It can be hard, it can be overwhelming. And this comes down to self-defeating, putting yourself down, basically telling yourself, why can't I speak this? Why can't I say this? So instead of finding the the ugliness and the difficulty in the journey, if you're feeling like that or when you feel like that, maybe it's a time to turn toward the beauty of the language, of your own journey, of the process (laughs) as much as you can. So a couple of points. I, I don't think this will be too long. So you could, for example, look at the difficulty of the Irish language. Why do these mutations work happen? Why do the words change like this? Why is there a H there? Why is there an Aru or eclipses there? What's happening? I don't see the pattern. So the first re- first answer I have for that is there's a reason for these grammatical rules. There's always a reason. Somebody did not sit down and go, okay, Let's make this language really difficult. Of course it didn't work that way. Like when the Celtic language came over to Ireland and killed off whatever languages we had before that, uh, it it seems to be quite similar to the language we have today. So it's a nice old language we have. And it wasn't like somebody in Ireland said, well, you know what, we're going to make up these grammatical rules. No. The reason or one of the reasons, as I see it, is that words change to portray meaning and words uh, change because it's easier for native speakers to say it that way. So for meaning, mutations, when words 
tend to change in the Irish language, they're changing for a reason. It's to convey the difference in meaning, whether it be we're talking about something that happened in the past, something that's happening now, if you're putting something on something or if you're giving something to someone all these uh, mutations happen because you're portraying meaning to the person you're communicating to. So there's beauty in logic in a way, right? At least we can see reality and why things work that way. How about another one? You're listening to Radio Nagueltachta or Radio Nalife or TG Kahar television and you, you're beating yourself go up, telling yourself, I can't understand these words. This is so frustrating. I, I know I should understand more of the language. And if you're stuck in that kind of cycle of not understanding the Gaelga that you're hearing, turn into the beauty of the Gaelga that you're hearing. <laughs> uh, people often say um, that there's a lovely rhythm to the Irish language, isn't there? There's a bit of music there. I get that when I hear other language, specific languages like Swedish. It's a real sing-song la- uh, language and I love hearing it. And the Irish language has this type of rhythm, especially when you dig into uh, the Irish language where traditional speakers are speaking it, like the Gaeltacht regions. You hear a real sing-song rhythm, a lovely natural tone and flow to the language. Even though we have some quite guttural sounds like the but that doesn't stop the flow or the rhythm that's lovely to hear in the Irish language. And that often comes out too if you're a fan uh, listening to traditional Irish music, you'll often hear that there's a real flow in the songs that are written and sung in the Irish language. Another part, I've mentioned it before, um, in English, you are your pain. You are your hunger. (laughs) But just, you are your sadness. (laughs) And the Irish language has a a much, a, a concept much closer to the Buddhist mentality where you're not your pain, you have pain upon you. (laughs) You have hunger upon you. Ta'okrasarm. Tabron Urim, literally upon me or on me. And that's a lovely little insight, I think, if you start digging into the language of the traditional mentality of the culture that encapsulates the Irish language. So I love that bit. And there's much more of that in the Irish language, but these are very obvious examples. And if you're feeling in your Irish language journey that you're, uh, say, lonely through the language, in other words, that's that's a complicated way of saying, I don't have anyone to practice with. I'm alone in this journey. I don't know anybody else who's who wants to speak Gaelge with me. If you've got no connection, no support, well, of course that feels lonely. And there's not exactly beauty in that loneliness. So how can you find that beauty? You have to maybe pluck up a bit of courage in this case and lean in and seek togetherness and connection and sharing your perspective. 
and however way you do that that's up to you whatever works for you be it find people in your local city that might be learning Irish find local classes if you're lucky enough in non-pandemic times at least but the internet is such an enabler and it brings us all a lot closer together there's um watering holes where people get together around the same topics facebook being a very easy example of where you can find groups of people who are interested and passionate about the same subject including Gaelge. So reach out there. I don't know. Facebook doesn't really work for me, but there's ways and means of finding people and connecting with those people and sharing your own perspective. So that's it. I wanted to um, play a, a comment that we got from uh, Stephen, who signed up for Bite Size Irish. So Glenn, Stephen. Ian, Steve Henderson from Bray, California. I just finished listening to your podcast and uh, find it quite fascinating. Um, Just understanding my Irish heritage on my uh, maternal side with family uh, roots in uh, Portro, Nina, and Yolara, I believe it's called. I may be a little off on the pronunciation in Northern Tipperary. Uh, My great-great-grandmother who immigrated, uh, understand uh, from my mom that she spoke Gaelic, and I'd sure like to learn that as well. Stumble across your website, going to uh, sign up perhaps for the Grow membership. Uh, brand new beginner, and I think in due time I will pick up bits and pieces. Uh, so looking forward to the journey, and just thought I'd send you a message, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Good evening, good Stephen, if I caught right, did I understand that you're from Bray in in California? Um, there's a Bray in County Wicklow, so I wonder if that's the same word. I could have caught it wrong. But it sounds like you've got a good bit of ancestry in County Tipperary, which is the next county from where I'm speaking from. I'm in Limnach, Limerick. So Tipperary is the next county over and it's a beautiful um, county. And it's really lovely to hear that your mom spoke Irish. Um, it, it's lovely to have that connection so directly with the Irish language, isn't it, Stephen? So keep it up you obviously have a passion in you if you went to the bother of recording that for the podcast so go to me Mahagut. thanks so much and if you'd like to record your question for the bite size irish podcast you can go to bitesize.irish that's our website and in the menu go to more podcast and on the podcast page there's a big button where you record your question as i say the more philosophical the better and Stephen mentioned that he signed up for Grow membership at Bite Size Irish. So thanks, Stephen. With the Grow membership, which is half the price of the price we used to have, uh, we've got Bite Size Pub, our private practice community online, where people get together daily, uh, follow challenges, reach out, uh, share resources that they've covered and interestingly uh, people starting to post videos and comments and arrange their own calls their own practice conversation calls around the Irish language so people are connecting and I love to see that through Bite Size Bubble and around Bite Size Bubble and uh, it doesn't always work for everybody to reach out and learn with others but if you are interested you could give it a go. You go to bitesize.irish slash memberships. And if you choose the grow membership plan, 
you can try out bite size bubble you'll get an invite and look why not give it a month and if you don't if it doesn't catch your fancy you can always um, go to our explore membership which is a little cheaper and that's got bite size coursey um, included which grow has too that's our online library of online lessons that you can take in your own at your own pace and so then when you do feel like uh, reaching out and learning with others I think that's where the real motivation and sense of connection comes when you when you make a real connection with others and it makes it takes a bit of courage to reach out um, but it can be done you can do it you can find the others who are interested in the same thing so that's it um, a, a short relatively short episode for you today but I hope that you can lean into the beauty of the Irish language during your journey around it and thanks as always to Tsukumo whose music you hear on this episode so until next time Togo Boge take it easy on yourself and we'll talk again Slán Gafol <laughs>